happy Wednesday. Welcome to the Midweek Message and welcome to the Between the Dream podcast. I'm your host, Richard Taylor Jr., reporting to you live from the Workhorse HQ. Listen, I am very excited about today's conversation. We are going to be talking about five simple things that you can do to help yourself get in the driver's seat and overcome imposter syndrome. But before we do that, I want to say thank you to everybody who is tuning in to today's message and every other message, whether you're new or returning. Thank you so much. If you are new, please do me a favor. Make sure that you go ahead and subscribe on whatever platform you might be listening on. And of course, for my returning members, please continue to share the podcast as well. Leave comments. Let me know what you think. Stay in touch with me. I love that relational aspect. So if you all remember, Last week, I did a, a conversation later in the week around, you know, this idea of you are not an imposter. And I wanted to to dive deeper into that convo just because I think that there is so much to take from there. And so I want to talk to you all real quick, five quick things, simple things that you all can do to get yourself in a position to start fighting back, dealing with and overcoming imposter syndrome. Let's talk. Uh, first thing that I really want to encourage you all to do is to separate feelings from facts. And I think this is important. I usually use this um, as a um, bit of encouragement when I am having conversations with individuals around overcoming anxiety, right? Um, one of the things that we talk about is that, you know, with anxious thoughts and anxious feelings, they are feelings, right? They're thoughts. Just because we feel them doesn't make them fact. And just because it's a thought doesn't make it truth. And so I, I really want to use that same notion here when it comes to the ideas that you might be an imposter or the ideas that might be circulating in your head thinking that you don't belong or you're not good enough or whatever the case might be. Um, it's not to say that what you feel isn't legitimate, but what it is to say is that even though you feel this, is what you're feeling truth or is it a lie, right? Is it fact or is it fiction? And that's what you've got to do. Separating feelings from facts will help you get to that understanding so that you won't have to live with the imposter syndrome. The next thing I want to encourage you all to do is to speak up and speak out. Now, this kind of falls into that fold of the conversation around embracing your community, right? And I think that this one is really needed when it comes to you can't and don't have to fight this imposter syndrome on your own. So speaking out to your friends, your family, those that are close to you, individuals around you, speak out and speak up. When you feel it, let it be known. You don't have to live in silence, constantly dealing with this and being tormented on it by yourself. Be around people that see all the great things in you and that can speak a life to those very areas about you, right? The third thing that I want to give you all is to start considering how you respond to moments of what you have considered failure, right? Maybe you think that you failed, but what if you really didn't, right? What if it was just, you know, a, a time for you to gain a greater understanding of knowledge and just to simply get the experience, right? How do you respond to those moments of failure? And I think it kind of goes into the fourth point that I believe will help us when we talk about being able to overcome these spaces and times, which is we've got to learn how to redefine the L that we've taken. A lot of times we look at moments of failure and we say, hey, I, I took a loss. But what if the L that you took really wasn't a loss? What if the L that you took was really a lesson? It was something that was meant to help you learn. It was your new benchmark. It was the new thing for you to start from as far as your new, you know, 
starting ground and not necessarily you losing and and that loss causing you to think that you failed and you respond accordingly to the feelings of failure rather than responding accordingly to the feelings and the reality that this was all a part of the process for you to learn. The final thing that I want to give you all as we wrap this up is that I want to encourage you to continue to talk yourself up, gas yourself up, and be your biggest cheerleader. Cheer yourself on. Speak highly of yourself, even in moments where you don't feel like it, right? Even in times where with what you're saying about you, you might not believe it. I'm here to let you know that it is okay for you to gas yourself up, to be your own cheerleader, and for you to stand strong in the belief of who you are, what you are, and what you bring to the table. That's my message for you all today. I hope it helped. If it did, be sure to reach out to me. Let me know. Share it. Of course, you can also get in tune with me on the social platforms, Instagram, Jr. Facebook and LinkedIn, Richard L. Taylor Jr., Twitter, at Truly Taylor Made, and of course, the website, RichardTaylorJr.com. You're not losing in life. You're not failing. You're simply between the dream.